Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Thank you, Sister Charlene. Morning to everyone. Happy Tuesday. God is an awesome God, and we are so grateful. And I'm so happy just listening to all the testimonies of the goodness of the Lord whom we serve and worship. Just want to thank him. Um, The Lord led me this morning to Psalms 1, uh, the very first psalm. And uh, I'm going to pray, I'm going to read it, I'm going to get right into the Word. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we're really and truly grateful. Lord, I just want to say thanks, Lord, for giving me this psalm. Uh, One, Lord, there's something you want to show us concerning the law, concerning the time, that the time is short, and it's at the end, and we must be careful in what we do. May you just help us, Lord, that this word will go forth like a light unto our pathway. It will just show us where to step and what to do. And we just want to receive you, Lord, as you've forgiven us of our sins. We thank you and worship you. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Um, So the, the psalm says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So he's pronouncing blessings. Blessed is the man who do those things, who don't do certain things. And you could say then, blessed is the man, but his delight, Verse 2 is in the law of the Lord, and his law doeth he, in his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Wow, it's such a powerful psalms. And I think when the Lord was giving me this psalms, I was just thinking about the pandemic and what is going on in Toronto and around the world. And as a matter of fact, 
I, I read an article that says that I'm trying to find the article right now. I read it last night that mentioned, I think it's three or six um, Walmart that going to be closing. And uh, it may be one in your area if you're in Toronto. So could you imagine six Walmart closing? And think about people who goes there to buy food. Think about who worked there. So I was doing some math yesterday and thinking about the pandemic and the amount of people that is out of jobs. You don't understand it. So let let me explain to you what's going on in Toronto, those who are listening. Um, The house prices are skyrocketing. Even though people are not working. So what you find is happening is that people who have their home in the city, the heart of the city for a long time, are selling their homes for big dollars. A townhouse will go for $1.1 million. And that person now will take their money and they will go to the country and they will purchase a house for three fifty cash. And then they are thinking that they can survive on the cash that is left over. So what it does is driving up the price and causing a bidding war for the houses outside of the city. You have to wonder. The Lord has been telling us to prepare for his coming and that we should move, move out of the city. And we wait until the general public is trying to get out of the city. They understood that something is on the horizon. You see, um, most people are working from home now. So all the big buildings in the downtown, Toronto or downtown where you are, Atlanta, downtown Miami, Florida, all the high-rise buildings, most of them are 80% empty. And they can't meet their rent or they're saying we don't need it because people are working from home. We're making the same money then with people working from home and paying their own bill, their phone bill, their, 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 all their bills are skyrocketing at home. Your, your internet is getting up. You know, so, so the pressure moved from the workplace into the home. You have the children in your home that you don't use to. But the children staying home all the time. The children don't like staying home, so they are nagging you. So there's a pressure building in the home. And I'm telling it, the devil strategize and know that it's the last days. So what's going to happen in the cities is that the, the, the big businesses is going to start to liquidate all the big high-rise buildings. And it's going to create a problem in the commercial market and in the industry. And when the commercial market is being bankrupt, that's the engine. It's not the, the housing market is the engine of the country. It's the commercial market because if that market goes down, there's going to be absolutely no job. If the real estate is not booming commercially, 
you know, residentially, it meant nothing because you, you need your job. A lot of people are not making their mortgages. It doesn't matter. You know, people have mortgages now, 500, 600, 700,000. And if one thing go wrong, they can't pay their mortgages anymore. So what is happening is that the devil is using the system to push us into a, a corner. And we are being pushed into a corner where the workplace is because of the pandemic. As I mentioned before, I work in the aircraft industry. And my company is pretty much closing in April because there's no planes flying. You know, a, plane, a place that makes the landing gear is laying off the entire people, like thousands of people, because planes are grounded. There's no plane flying. So you see now, if we continue to stay home and you're not getting enough money to pay the bill and the mortgages, what do you think going to happen? What if you have an inflation and, and the... The the, the, the the interest rates start to go up now, or even if it stays the same place, and you can't pay, and you have the heavy mortgage, and you are working from home, but that same company ran out of business and says, we got to let you go, even though you're working from home. What is thing going to really happen? The devil is putting us in a corner. So now, the the government is given this special check in the U.S. that, you know, they pass in the Congress, you know, that everybody's waiting for that 2000 or 1500 that people are going to take and just spend it. What about if the jobs don't come back? The government is going to own us. It's going to be like Cuba. The government going to own you. So what you will have to do is stay home and live off stimulus check, like welfare. So the government would have to issue you probably $500 a month, and you can't pay any bills anymore, so you're going to start to liquidate. And the only people who are going to gain in this pandemic, if Christ don't come yet, is people who stash away their money and smart about everything they do. So therefore... No matter how you have a job and you think your job is secure, hello, it may just be gone tomorrow. And then what, what? You work for the government. And if we work for the government and the son the law comes in now where the government says, listen, if you don't comply, we're going to cut off your check and you're not going to be able to eat. So you better do what we say and observe the Sunday worship, observe the Sunday law, observe the enforcement of, of religious liberty, you know, getting rid of the Statue of Liberty, the freedom to, 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 to worship. They're going to take away that right and doubt now tell you because you are backed into a corner. A lot of people who are backed into a corner will force their hands when they look on their children. You're going to say, you know what? I got to do this, man. I got to eat. I'm telling you, I don't know if you see where it's going. There's something happening. 
more people are giving up their rights because they don't have no job. As a matter of fact, if you talk about the vaccine, and, you know, we don't preach whether you should take it or not. It's up to you. God has give us, given us enough wisdom. We go up and preach, don't take the vaccine. You're going to hear people calling a button to Christ. If we go up and say, take the vaccine, people are going to send in email. Oh, you, you agree with them. It's up to you. It's going to be we wrestling for our own salvation between the porch and the pew. It's going to be you and God alone. It's not me and God and me and everybody. It's going to be a personal walk with the Lord. You see, the vaccine is going to gradually come in place where you cannot fly unless you have to take the vaccine. It's going to limit us. And when people are put in the corner, you are in jail. People are going to give up their rights and say, you know what? I'm going to jump on board. They may link the vaccine to the New World Order, to the, the Sunday law, where the vaccine is connected to you getting that stimulus check so you can eat and have basic food. All these things are coming into place. How our rights are being taken away and what is happening in this pandemic. Don't take it easily and say everything's going to go back to normal. Even if it go back to so-called normal, they have already accomplished certain things by pushing us in the corner and enforcing and making sure that churches are closed around the globe. If, if the government can enforce that churches are closed because of, you know, of safety, what is the devil going to do to take away the Bibles that we have? Because of safety, you know, we don't want to store hate, so we better take away the Bibles. The devil is working in a subtle way. When I look and say Walmart closing down, the amount of people going to be out of a job because they are not selling. People are not out again. People are not buzzing about. They are not eating as much again, even though you may think you're eating a lot because you're home. But when you were out and working and buzzing, you used to eat three, four, five, six meals. Everything is changing. You see, in Psalms, the first Psalms here, it said, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. He's saying, Blessed is the man that are going to go through certain trials and tribulation in the last days here. The man who is going to abide by the law of God, going to turn back to the commandments of God, turn back to the Sabbath worship, get themselves out of the city and start to prepare for a higher calling, start to prepare for what's ahead. This pandemic is ushering something greater. But are we paying attention? Are we seated in the seat of the scornful? Are we just hanging out with everybody and doing like everybody's doing? But the Lord is saying, blessed is the man who don't partake of certain things. But do what? In verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And his law doeth, in his law doeth he meditate 
day and night. It takes some meditation now in the law, in God's precept, how we need to love each other, how we need to keep his commandments, keep his Sabbath, how we need the principle we need to live by. It's going back to the commandment, back to true worship, back to the Sabbath, back to a lot of things that's going to change. It's going to come down to, are you going to stand for the Lord? Are you going to fall away when the laws become more rigid and the Sunday law, the enforcement that tell you when to worship, to worship on Sunday, worship on the paper movement, worship according to the sun God, worship. It's going to come down to worship. And the Lord is calling us this moment and say we need to turn back. We need to look around and see that this pandemic is going to crash a lot of things. A lot of us not going to have any more homes. A lot of us don't know how to live with each other. How are we going to live in one big barn and share? How are you? You need your little corner. You need a special room. You need your special furniture. What about when you have to run to the hills? What about when you have to run? How many Adventists are preparing? It doesn't make sense to move out of the city if you don't really know God. If you don't have the relationship, when you move out of the city, you will not take anybody in your house. It will be just like you're living in the city. If you move out and you don't know God, moving out is preparing yourself. It's not seated in the seat of the scornful. Is you're meditating with the word and the law of God is on your mind, in your heart. It's riveted your relationship with God. Listen to what verse 3 says of Psalms 1. If you meditate on the word, and it's not only lip, it's not lip service, it's the word. Verse 3 says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the river of water. Mercy, mercy. You see, it said the rivers of water. Rivers. He could have said just planted by the rivers, because you know rivers is water. But there's something about the true water. There's something about this water that causes us to bring forth fruit in the right season, not out of season. If we just get any water, if you just water the plant randomly, it can just bring fruit. You know, if you notice, some plants bring fruits even out of season. But when you get the right water, you're going to bring forth the fruit in its right season. And the leaf shall not wither. When the famine comes, food will be on your table. You will always prosper, as it says. God is saying, you better be on this side. You better be wise, brethren. You better look around and see that something is going on. We don't have no jobs. It's only going to last for a while. Do I need to start to stock away some food? What if? What if? What if I don't have this house anymore? What if? Is the Lord bidding me to sell the house now and stash away some money and get a little house? Don't look for a mansion. Look for something that is comfortable, something that you can live and survive on. What do you think? What are you thinking? It says in verse 4, 
The ungodly is not going to have this luxury, you know, to bear fruits in its own season. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives it away. You are like some pieces that blows everywhere. The wind, you don't have no control of your life. Something else will control your life, which is the devil. You'll just blow all over the place if you are ungodly. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. Because you have been blown all over the place by the wind, any wind, any false doctrine you hear, you believe. Anybody tell you something, you just believe without praying. Anybody tell you anything bad about buttons of Christ, you just believe. Anything bad tell you bad about your own church, you just believe. You don't go into prayer and see and say, God, what would you have me do? This is like sitting in the congregation of, of sinners. God is calling you today. See, verse 6 says, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. The Lord knows the end. It's two set of people. The Lord already knows the end of the ungodly. God is bidding us that when we fall, just get up. Don't stay down and just blame God and walk away from God. Just come back to the church. Let's worship. Let's go to the next level. I'm asking the Lord to really take this ministry to the next level. I'm really asking him in the near future here, take us to the next level. We're asking the Lord to give us some donation. Give us around 20 or $30 million so we can purchase what we need to purchase, like the building, and we can start and, and, and pay people, like bringing people to work with the ministry, and we can move to the next level. We're asking the Lord for that. Keep us in prayer. Keep praying for us that the Lord will just send somebody to donate $30 million. God is not poor. We can ask him for $200 million. If you know one of those men out there, some of them have millions. I said it before I read where this person died. And millions, probably two, three hundred million was was left for what? A dog. Could you imagine that? A dog. Lord of mercy. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Just pray that we receive even a hundred million very soon, in a few weeks, so we can proceed. The prayer of God's people. He owns everything. And we need to have everything in place and be ready for, the, for what's coming. We need to be prepared. People need to be trained and be ready for what's coming, brethren. It's not just looking pretty and, and praising God. This is serious time. I just encourage you this morning to really keep us in prayer and take notes of some of the things that is said about this pandemic, about the workforce. Just think hard about it. Something more serious is on the rise. Think about it. The devil that we know, you think the devil is going to just say, okay, the Sunday law is going to come. There's going to be a big announcement. The Sunday law is here. Do you want to worship? Who worship on the Sabbath? 
not going to be like that. The devil moves in a more tactful way to corner us so some of us will fall for it and receive the mark of the beast without even knowing it. And then we're going to come to terms when you look and see the mark on you. It's stamped in your heart. I'm telling you, this pandemic, if something is on the horizon, brethren, let us wake up out of our slumber. Please, brethren, do not sleep. God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you now, as we'll now have the prayer request. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.